Do you want to know the latest trends in cybersecurity? Are you interested in learning about low-cost security implementation, supply chain attacks, and more? We are the CSAs, 11 Path Chief Security Ambassadors in charge of spreading the best cybersecurity content around the world. We are here to tell you about the most relevant topics in the digital security market based on our experience. Welcome to 11 Path Radio. With our podcast, you will discover the key to becoming an expert and to giving up with the latest news and advances in the changing world of cybersecurity. I'm Carlos Avila, 11 Paths CSA based in Ecuador, and I will be with you in today's podcast. We are happy to have you here with us. The protection of our data on Internet services is one of the greatest concerns of users today. In this podcast, we will talk a little about privacy and personal data protection, since we continue to see that these topics represent an increasing threat. This use impacts each one of us, since we are all either directly or indirectly linked to at least one internet service that stores our data, most of which includes uh, personal and private information. Of course, there is data out there that is intended for public use, such as the information shared on social networks, but depending on the level of exposure that we have, much of this could also be of interest to cybercriminals. Let's start with a question that perhaps many won't know the answer to. How many of us know the number of the digital identities we have on the Internet? This is very important since from there we start to think that perhaps these are the main entry points where we have data that has been stored for years and surely much of it has been neglected. This private data may be used by a third party with malicious intent for the attacker's benefit through activities such as ransomware, data hijacking, fraud, or scams through phishing, etc. In today's world, our, our lives are becoming more and more digital, and we are increasing the exposure of our data across online, online services. There is a lot of information swarming about our digital life and when attackers begin to correlate this data with other types of, of sources, it is an ideal mix for cybercriminals to generate more sophisticated attacks, both on our own personal identity and on corporate identities. It is also important to know the size and impact of these personal data breaches and to identify the most damaging ones. In Wikipedia, there are detailed lists of different companies, from largest to smallest, that have suffered breaches that have exposed their users' private data. We are talking about companies such as Equifax, Capital One, Facebook, Google, British Airways, AT&T, to name just a few. In fact, IBM has an interesting annual report called Cause of a Data Breach. In its latest edition, 
it indicates that the global average total cost of a bridge in 2020 is around $3.86 million. This report is based on statistics gathered from around 500 companies to show the impact of data breaches. The cost of these private data breaches is also mentioned, and it's the same cost for attackers targeted at, as a specific company or segment of user on the Internet. Once attackers gain access through some kind of malicious activity that, that is treated by the user, for example, a malicious phishing file contains macros, they will begin to enter the company's network and obtain data from much more sensitive system by hijacking the computers, for example, via ransomware, and then asking for ransom or any malicious actions that benefit the attackers. At 11 paths through or our investigations, we also generate this type of report known as cyber intelligence reports. You can find them on our blog or on our website under cyber reports. Additionally, you can find several investigations that we have carried out on various data breaches suffered by different companies and how this data enrich uh, the cybercrime business. For those companies that haven't succeeded in protecting their data and have had leaks, what change have they done to manage the situation? Some changes have been applied, but it is not enough. Many companies have been aware of the risk and impact that data gaps have. As a result, they have improved their cybersecurity process and procedures. In addition, rules and regulations have changed security controls in companies, helping to arise the level of security and processing of client data. So there is a long way to go and it is certain that data leaks will continue because they go far beyond controls and procedures, but to a greater or lesser extent. It will depend on many of the aspects that we, we are reviewing here. What is important to mention is that this is going to be a continuous process of adopting new and better security controls for both company and users. It is clear that many leaks become of public knowledge, no? And but what about the ones you don't hear about? In reality, there will surely be more data breaches that we don't even know of because they aren't made public. Perhaps for various reasons. It is uh, thought that the main one is the company's image, its reputation, and the trust of its users. But if this type of attacks are concealed, Many opportunities are exposed for attackers to take advantage of the fact uh, that users don't know that the, pre the private data is exposed on the internet or in the deep web, and they can capitalize on the on this for malicious gain.
What have uh, governments done in the fight for privacy and data protection? Countries have been working on laws to regulate data manipulation, and we can see how the how that legislation and influenced the technological world. For example, GDPR. This will require digital service to request explicit consent from users to ensure that the collected data will only be used for intended and specific purpose permitted by the user. In fact, focusing on critical infrastructures, we also see laws such as HIPPA, the Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act, which although it is only applicable in the USA, some companies around the world use it as a guide for protecting sensitive patient health information in hospitals, clinics, etc. There are many leaks in the health industry, and cybercrime has generated a whole market for selling data from medical records. This is a key target for attackers on the Internet today. For the last part of the program, let's talk about some recommendations and resources that are available to help evaluate how safe your identity is on in Internet. For example, hackedemail.com and haveibeenpwned.com are sites where you can see whether you Internet identity, in this case, your email address, has been involved in data breach. This could mean attackers uh, can know now the service where you have registered, performing profiling, and even know the password that you have used within, within these services. Key to a strong corporate defense against cyber attacks is having code of the best practice in place and offering security uh, awareness training for employees. This will contribute to raising awareness of threats and empowering employees to understand and make decisions about how or with whom to share their private data and how to recognize malicious behavior such as a phishing, for example. Another important recommendation is the use of two-factor authentication or multi-factor authentication in all services where it's possible. Also, the use of password manager, which helps you to manage your passwords in a secure way. We have already seen that entities such as the FBI are recommending this. In short, we should apply all this the available security controls that the service we use have. Well, it is time to say goodbye for now. I hope I hope you found this podcast interesting and we hope you will join us again for the next program.